SBS live streams and podcasts are supported by advertising. You're listening to SBS on the money with Ricardo Gonzalez. Coming up, fewer people needing medical help getting it because of the rising cost of living, iron ore prices rally, and the US dollar falls to an 11-week low. Is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 21st of November 2023. On Market Day, we'll speak with Robert Telefsky from Activam. But first, to the cost of healthcare. The Bureau of Statistics says 7% of people who needed to see a general practitioner last financial year did not see one because of cost. That's double the previous year. And one in five, or almost 20%, said cost was a reason for delaying or not seeing a health professional for their mental health when needed. And there was also an increase in people who delayed or didn't get prescription medicine because of cost. For her analysis, I spoke with Christy Jones, Senior Economist at Equity Economics. So, Christy, in a nutshell, the ABS said today that more people are putting off seeking health professionals because of the rising cost of living. To what extent is this a surprise, really? Well, I think the rising cost of living is affecting a lot of households, particularly low-income households. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, this means deciding between putting food on the table, um, a roof over your head or going to see the doctor or getting the medicines that you need. So I, I think for a lot of people, it, it's not a surprise, unfortunately. You made a, an interesting point there. What does it really mean for equity in affordable health care? Because that's really the big concern here. I think it's a huge concern because those on lower incomes and those in disadvantaged groups are also those who have higher higher costs and higher healthcare needs. Um, they're the ones who shoulder a larger burden of disease. And unfortunately, that means that those who need it the most are the ones who are missing out. And not only does this reduce the um not only does this reduce the quality of life for people, but it also leads to increased costs in the future. So for example, if If you miss out on something that's preventable now, you may end up in hospital, which leads to higher costs, and it also may result in lost income in the future, which further compounds the problem. So I guess the the key question is, how do we fix it? I think at the end of the day, it comes down to funding and putting putting money where it needs to be. So we need to make sure we have the right funding mechanisms to meet need. We need to make sure we have the right incentives for the right mix of health professionals to meet that need. And we need to have the right infrastructure there to make healthcare accessible and affordable, not only for those who need it, but for all Australians. Kirsty Jones there, Senior Economist at Equity Economics. Now, Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. The Australian share market now, which did rise. The S&P ASX 200 up 0.3% to 7,078. For more on the day's market action, I spoke with Robert Telefsky from Activam. So the Australian share market opened in the green. It was up as high as 0.6% before drifting down to 0.2% up um, for, for sort of at the current time. Uh, many of the best performers included uh, lithium companies like Liontown Resources, Alcom and Core Lithium, and mining stocks Sandfire Resources and Mineral Resources. US markets had a strong uh, day overnight. Um, the S&P was up 0.9%, 
the NASDAQ uh, was up 1.2%. Driven by technology uh, stocks, uh, as heavyweight Microsoft uh, jumped to a fresh uh, record high, um, as it hired prominent artificial intelligence uh, executives, including Sam Altman from OpenAI. Can we focus on iron ore? The miners doing well today, but that's as iron ore really continues to climb. I think it's reached 133 US, um, and that's despite all these issues around China's economic recovery. So what are you seeing? Yes, yeah, so iron ore had a, a solid week last week. That really capped off the 12th consecutive week of gains. Um, domestic demand for steel in China remains weak. Nevertheless, uh, mills and traders continue to, to import large volumes of iron ore um, as domestic production for uh, iron ore can't really keep up for that demand. Okay, um, what about the US dollar? That is continuing to weaken at an 11-week low. In turn, the Aussies higher. Why? Yes, yeah, so it's sort of two parts to that question. I guess, you know, from the US dollar perspective, uh, it's hit uh, an 11-week low uh, due to sort of this growing belief that interest rates uh, in the US have reached their uh, interest rate peak uh, and investors are now turning their attention to potentially uh, rate cuts um, at some point next year. On the other hand, um, the Australian dollar was also higher. More robust uh, wages data uh, coming through today for the September quarter, which saw uh, wages grow up 4% for the year. And that really um, was a, a particular focus for Michelle Bullock, the RBA um, governor, who basically said that if wages continue to grow at this level, that there's going to be more pressure for, for, the, for them to, put, uh, to increase rates uh, going forward. All right. Any uh, corporate stories you're following today? Yeah, so Fortescue, the share price hit a 52-week high on the back of a $1.1 billion green hydrogen renewable energy project. And, of course, um, the iron ore um, price has continued to rise, which has also supported that particular stock. And finally, um, where do you see the opportunities for investors at the moment? Yes, I think small caps are, is one area that uh, we're looking at very closely, small cap companies, that is. Um, that particular share class has um, trailed large caps for um, by quite a long way. And as we sort of see more and more confidence come back in sort of going forward with interest rate um, decreases going um, potentially next year, the small cap um, asset class is looking very attractive um, relative to the large cap. And A-REITs as well, um, they've continued to be hit hard, mainly because they've been associated with the office space. And, you know, we've seen a lot of this, um, you know, I guess, negative downgrade with, you know, offices and so on. But, you know, as we all know, A-REITs aren't all just office space. And, and they've also, um, you know, trailed uh, large cap uh, returns um, over the last couple of years. And just like small caps, you know, they might also do a bit of a catch-up rally as well. Robert Talevsky there from Activam. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.